Welcome to the ninth episode of Online Theatre Collaborative, Innovations in Digital Theatre. I'm Neil Wexler, a playwright and filmmaker from Buffalo, New York. I'm here with Elephants Collective, a Toronto-based experimental performance collective. This is the largest group I've had on the podcast so far, as all five core members are here. Ian, Mina, Zev, Michaela, and Michael. Tell us about Elephants Collective. Hi, I'm Michael. Elephants Collective started as a kind of emerging artist group that Theater Pass Mariah in Toronto put together. We wanted to explore leaderless collectivity. The group has evolved and changed in terms of membership. We always exist with a core group that has a certain type of physical training and a certain type of consistent mode of creation. And then we have kind of a larger satellite kind of group of artists who pop in and out. Our interests are exploring experimental theater um, and experimental theater, not in the sense of like contemporary theater, but rather theater that's predicated on an experiment so that the live performance space has a range of unknowns that cannot be encountered or necessarily understood until the live performance space happens. The works of elephants are kind of varied. We have a 24-hour show called Awake for Lost Time that we've done a bunch of times in Toronto and also kind of taken a, a little bit around the country. We were supposed to, right before COVID, take that show to Vancouver and do it out there. So we're hoping to do that as we're back in the world. In the meantime, you've been working on Telethon, Telethon. Could you talk more about that, how the project came about? This is Zev. I think a lot of people are trying to figure out how to bring their practices into an online space. And I think we'd all kind of seen a lot of that happen where it was more just like copy and paste. Uh, a live production got shut down, so they translated it to the screen. And we kind of basically spent like six or seven months trying to figure out what the rules of this forum were because it's not really theater it's 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 not film it's not youtube it's kind of its own thing so telephone kind of arose out of like a joke what if we tried to raise a million dollars that's a crazy number let's try that i think to a degree we wanted to also figure out how do you collaborate because as a theater collective our practice was housed in all of us being in the same space and that the communication that happens within a co-present space and for that to be so drastically changed we wanted to maintain our practice and we wanted to continue to develop our work but we needed to devise new strategies whereby we could continue to do that as well in terms of telethon i think one of the core ideas was we were in this situation and we wanted to build something that needed to be online to work. I'd love to get each of your thoughts on this online space. My main reason for doing this podcast, I actually think this space has potential, if developed, to become a truly intimate space for work, as long as we can figure out how to make it better. And I think to do that, we have to keep sharing ideas, keep experimenting. And yeah, I'd just love to get your thoughts on the online space. This is Ian. Um, I guess it's, I don't know, I'm kind of excited for it. I think, you know, really good art tends to come out of really weird situations, you know, historically. So I guess my hope with 
the pandemic is after it's all done and vaccines are rolled out and everything's, you know, knock on wood back to normal, that some form of this still exists. And it's a successful form that, you know, keeps evolving over time. This is Mina speaking. There's a lot of different things to explore in this medium that I hadn't really thought about or even uh, knew that I would be interested in. New ways to think about visuals, colors, textures, how that can be communicated with the audience through the screen. And like, there's something really exciting to me right now about being able to see up close uh, in like a, a close up of a hand, a close up of some touch when a lot of us are lacking touch and human connection right now. And so like theater sometimes for me feels a bit far away. Whereas we, now with this new opportunity of like using sort of film techniques, we get the best of both worlds if we do it right, sort of the, all of our theater knowledge, but also we can start incorporating more adjusting the images, the colors, the framing, so that it really says what we want to do. It's just a different type of exploration that I never thought I would dabble with, and now it's just part of our world, and it's really exciting. Something that's been really exciting for me, and I think something that I've, I've seen a lot more theater spaces companies engage with a lot more is accessibility and the different forms that that can take and I don't think it's ever been something that I've seen as actively considered or, or incorporated in live theater spaces because there's hiring an interpreter for like hard of hearing or deaf accessibility but the technology is like in our hands so we can you know subtitle and ca caption our work there can be like audio descriptions and visuals i think there's there's a lot more tools at our disposal that we didn't realize were there to include a, a broader audience and create more accessible content which isn't something that i've really seen before or have seen in very specific spaces um so i'm really excited about that and yeah <laughs> Hi, this is Michaela. Honestly, I feel like I feel like Zev and, and Mina Ian kind of say, said all the, the things that I was thinking of, um, that it's a lot more accessible. And I feel like you're able you're able to see a lot more online versus like, I don't know, like going in person. And I feel like with a lot of theater, it's I find that it can be a lot of money for a lot of people. So I think doing a lot more online will help people be able to go see theater or any kind of performance things where they don't have to, you know, it's not going to cost them like an arm and a leg. I think it's interesting because online theater offers, you know, a kind of a brand new toolbox for an artist. We can create a kind of immersion that's really, really interesting. How to create the immediacy and the immediacy of feedback I think is the next, is the question that every theater creator is trying to wonder about. It's interesting to think about immediacy because in some sense I feel like this conversation, for instance, is in person. I know there's a screen, but I still feel that connection. But when it comes to storytelling, performance, there is often that disconnect in terms of engagement. And sometimes when I'm working on 
hybrid projects, which I've been doing for a while now in this online space, I find myself fluctuating between this could be the most efficient, coolest way to present something. But then I flip 10 seconds later to, oh my gosh, you're just creating some kind of quasi amateur film that no one's going to watch ever. <laughs> but I keep coming back to this thought that the space can be developed. And I'd just like to hear what your thoughts are on the biggest challenges for this space and what the solution might be. For me, I think one of the trickiest things is the live aspect, but also the, the live aspect as it relates to audience connection and engagement. Audience interaction is a big part of what Elephants tries to experiment with. The, the potential for the audience to engage and explore with the work as they choose and there are options for them to engage with it. And that's really difficult in an online space. You know, you have things like online chats, you can have like virtual avatars interact with each other. There's spaces like Twitch where, you know, the audience can vote on certain things. And there's all these kinds of tools that I don't think we've necessarily figured out yet how to actively involve the audience in what's happening. Like what you were saying where this kind of feels live and we're all here together. Finding a way to to bring the audience in in that way, whether it's like through the Zoom call or in the chat, I think is is it's tricky finding ways to make the live aspect feel like it matters because how can you tell that something is live? So we're really trying to I think dig into that, making it clear when something is live, making it matter when something is live versus pre-recorded. That I think is is something that we've been ruminating on a lot. And yeah, it's that audience performer connection that I think is a bridge to gap. I kind of want to jump off Seth's point because in a virtual space right now, there are limits or boundaries to how you can participate and the level of unknown that can exist within that space, how to engage with or create unknowns in a space where all parties are not in the same space is a fascinating problem. The possibility to work with a scale on the internet that is simply not possible for the live event. The, the notion of like, casting a wider net especially as it pertains to a social or environmental goal with a project like with something like telethon where our goal is to raise money in donations for you know various organizations being able to reach so many people especially when we are playing with the idea of mutual aid and uh, wealth redistribution and interconnectedness and all of those things that, that just have to happen right now and always. And yeah, it's like something that in my world hasn't been possible before now to bring that into theater as much. Like you can't ask the same audience to every month give an amount of money to an org that you want to support or to someone that you'd like to support. But if we can reach basically whoever then there's a chance to build a more complete uh, dialogue, a more complex dialogue 
around what it means to engage in mutual aid and also realistically to be able to sustain the effort longer. So that's really exciting. Thanks so much for being here. For folks who want to find out more about what you're doing, they can go to your YouTube channel, Elephants Collective, Elephants in Brackets, and they can go to your website, bcpatoronto.com, their Instagram page, Elephants underscore Collective, and their Facebook page, Elephants Collective. I want to thank you so much for being here and for sharing these thoughts. I think this is how we're going to develop the space by sharing these ideas and continuing the conversation. So thank you so much. Thank you for Thanks having us. Thank you so much, Phil. <laughs>